Good morning. This is the Daily Wrestling News for March 9th, 2021, and we are powered by the Eastern Observer. My name is Ryan Joy, and I'm coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful treasure coast of the Sunshine State. And I'm joined today by the salesman of fun wearing his kingpin shirt, Travis Severance. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm a little tired because it was a New Japan Cup day, so well, yeah, we will persevere, though. There you go. Uh, today's agenda, we have the ridiculously random non-wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day, followed by the news. We have update on New Japan Cup. We've got lineups for Dynamite, MLW, and Impact. We are going to leave the show with trivia from WrestleMania 7. So study up during the show here, and you'll do fine. So, All right, let me ring the bell, and we'll get underway. Today's ridiculously random non-wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. Uh, I went 7-1 and one at Revolution. The one match I didn't pick right was Scorpio Sky winning that ladder match. And if you look at the predictions I posted Two days earlier, I had predicted Scorpio Sky, so that's my fault. Well, you got to go with your gut, I guess. My predictions were all over the place because I go with my heart instead of my head when I make those predictions. So I predict what I want the stories to go, not necessarily what I think the writing's going to be. Well, it's almost the end of the season, so everything's going to turn over here after WrestleMania, and we will march forward. Um, so get in there, learn the platform. Send Al Carl some feedback on the platform if, you, if you're not happy with the points. Um, but anyway, Travis, what is the best non-wrestling show on television right now? Oh, probably WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. I know the finale was just last week. Um, very, very good show. Um, sneaky good. When you watch the first episode, can't really figure out what's going on here and it's one of those ones when you go back through after everything's kind of been revealed you can see where they've been leaving you touch points and hints here and there and the acting was very very good so best show right now not on tv but on disney plus platform for sure i haven't seen that yet and i've been recommended it a couple of different people by a couple of different people so just nine episodes so it's quick easy right yep. and there's one of the other people that uh, recommended there it to me. Al. Comments, Al Carl. He likes WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Very good. All right. Well, let's get into some pro wrestling news. And uh, I'm going to play this bumper because I haven't in a while. Today's news is brought to you by the free Body Slam Brigade newsletter. Each week I compile the week's top wrestling stories and I put them all in a quick-to-read email that's divided up by company. Nearly 4,000 people are getting this free newsletter each week. Uh, in addition to the top stories, it'll tell you everything that's going on around minutes to bell time and whatnot, new books, podcasts, games, shirts, everything. Uh, it's the best way to know what's going on. Issue comes out every Friday at 11, and it is free, so sign up at bodyslambrigade.com. By the way, we're almost up to the 50th issue, so uh, we're closing in on that. So 
I'm going to make some changes at that at that point. So get in and subscribe now so you get the updated uh, changes when they come out. But don't get comfortable with the format because it's changing. That's right. <laughs> but you want to be there when episode 50 or uh, without a doubt. You got it. All right. Well, the first thing I want to cover in the news today is the schedule for next week pertaining to this show. I am going to be out on vacation. I said that yesterday on the show. We are going to still have daily wrestling news shows. We are each of the hosts have picked a WrestleMania that they are that is one of their favorites, and we did a full recap episode um, talking about it. Whether it still holds up. Monday is going to be WrestleMania 4. That's my favorite. John DeCani will be the, the co-host there. Tuesday is going to be WrestleMania 18 with John Smith. Wednesday will be WrestleMania 6 with Al Carl. Travis comes in for Thursday, WrestleMania 24. And then if we close out the week with Al Carl again, it's a very special double episode. Uh, it's all in one episode, but it's so long, I'm calling it a double episode. It was just too big for our standard format, WrestleMania 36. So uh, a full full slate of shows next week, even getting a bonus episode. So don't don't worry. I'll, I'm going to be gone for a week, but you'll still get the Daily Wrestling News show. So there you have it. All right, other news. Uh, we mentioned it in the AEW Revolution post-show, Travis, but... AEW Double or Nothing, May 30th, 2021, just around the corner. I think we have a period at the end of most of the stories in you know that, that came into Revolution, but now we start the build towards Double or Nothing. Yeah, you know, they definitely they they tied some they tied a bunch of loose ends up and I think they gave a lot of opportunity to get out of stories and move forward. So um, you know, this is a good this is a nice period of build for the next show. I felt like this one was extended because of the changes and stuff like that. So we got a little bit longer time between storyline build. Not that I felt like anything got too, too stale by the time they paid it off. Um, but this is a good, you know, you got a good two months worth of good build to get to the place where you're going to go with the next pay-per-view. So I'm excited to see it. Hopefully we'll see some activity with some of the belts. Yeah. Um, Cause that's been a little slow. Um, although I think this Wednesday, there's a chance that a belt gets turned. So we'll see. Well, geez, um, we'll talk about that in a few seconds, but they'll probably do a super dynamite somewhere in the middle. You know, there's about seven, eight weeks. So usually they have like a, you know, like a midway peak that they'll do and then come into the pay-per-view. So um, I would expect a few more title defenses before we get there. Uh, but we'll talk about that TNT championship defense here in a bit. For sure. Um, Rec- WrestleMania tickets are going on sale one week from today. Uh, don't know the time. Don't know much details, except that I know the price range is $35 to $2,500 per ticket. So, um, And they're going to be selling batches of uh, each night individually and combo batches. So Travis and I have pre-registered, so hopefully we get some tickets. Our entire families have too. So. <laughs> Impact Sacrifice is this weekend. Uh, they have... Five title matches announced for this weekend. Usually they run an eight to nine match show. So I would expect that on Impact tonight, we will get several more matches. Um, we'll talk about that during the Impact portion of the show, but wanted to mention that sacrifices this weekend. And then in Ring of Honor news, Jay Lethal has been announced as the challenger to Roosh's Ring of Honor World Championship at the 19th anniversary show later this month. Uh, Jay Lethal, of course, 
is kind of like the franchise guy in Ring of Honor. He's always been there. It seems like, um, yeah, really, actually, really, just about always. This is the perfect guy to go up against Roosh. Um, super well respected. Jay's been around for a million years. Um, very, very good wrestler. That's had a couple of runs in some other places and stuff. Um, smart choice. Um, that's going to be match. Yeah, and when you when you have an anniversary style show, I think it's always nice if you bring out somebody that you're calling the franchise, right, right. to get a big match. Absolutely, you know, because it's an anniversary, it's a celebration of the company and where it's been and where it's going. And you know, for that, you bring out you know an active guy like this who um, he's still at the top of his game without I mean, a doubt. You know, there's no he hasn't lost a step or anything. Nope. So. And then the NWA has announced that Slice Boogie will be will be on the back for the attack show. He is the reason I think this is newsworthy is that's the only name we've heard so far. Um, Slice Boogie. I'm not sure why they went with that as the big announcement first, but really yeah. keeping it close to the vest. Um, that could be good and it could be bad. <laughs> so well, <laughs> they have to announce some stuff really soon because um, you know it's the 21st, so mm-hmm. a week from. Sunday. Yeah, you'd think they'd have some promos or some vignettes or something um, coming out. I know they scrubbed the whole face, the whole YouTube channel. So um, hopefully we see something. I hope it's good. Um, I enjoyed the product that they put on before um, when I caught it and different things like that. And there was certainly a lot of talent that came out of there that got spread around other places. So let's let's hope that they can kind of catch catch that magic again in this run. Yeah, and they put out a like a two minute, you know video package I would, it would, no announcements in it or anything just like you know some clips and some music and saying we're back and yeah that's what we've got so far so a week from sunday we probably have more news this week i would expect yeah all right let's talk new japan cup the new japan cup i'm gonna you know what all of the hosts of the daily wrestling news show plus my wife all filled out brackets we we're gonna give one point for the first round two points for the second three, four, eight, eight points to the final. Um, here's where we stand right now. And Travis, while you are not the man when it comes to trivia, you are leading the pack with nine points at the moment. Um, surprisingly, Al Carl has eight points, yet two of his finalists are already <laughs> out. So he's done a pretty good job of picking first, picking the first round, except for... Uh, he didn't do good picking the second, third, and fourth. <laughs> yeah, so he's gonna the the later points are gonna really bite him in the butt. But that's good that he got out of the first round pretty much unscathed. You know, the the trick I think looking at the cup this year was there were there were some 50-50 matches, which you always want to see when you're going into a tournament style. You don't want it to be super chalky. Um, of course, I say that with the most points and three three more matches to go in the in the next round. Um, the challenge that I ran into with picking this one is a lot of the 50-50s were ones where I thought whoever the winner was was probably going to get through the next rung too. So we'll see as we go through some of the matches. It, it Bracket busting right out of the gates if you pick the wrong side of those 50-50s for sure. And Al Carl fell the biggest victim to that. Yeah, here, let me bring up, you know, bring up here's... I'm going to take down the ticker for a second, but yep. here's the left side of the bracket. And, yep. um, I don't think there was any question about Cobb beating Kojima. No big deal. Not at all. Nope. Great Ocon, though, beating Naito. That's an upset. Yeah, that was definitely an upset. And, I mean, Al got stung by that one for sure. I think all of us, other than other than your wife, 
picked that wrong. Um, and I'm a huge, huge Empire fan, um, but I didn't see Great Ocon taking out Naito there, and it makes it for an interesting next round match. Um, yeah. That was a that was one of the more upset driven ones on this first round for sure. And I'll say the other thing about um, I should mention it before with Jeff Cobb. He has basically pinned, every, gotten every pin in every match, tag match or otherwise, um, in the since the New Japan Cup started, the anniversary show forward. He's been in a tag match or his cup match, and he's getting that pin every time. So you're kind of building him, building him up. But if he and Great Khan get by in the next round, they're going to be facing each other. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, and if you haven't had a chance to see Jeff Cobb, what a powerhouse! Probably if not the strongest current active wrestler in the world, very, very close. He's just explosive with his strength. Yeah. Um, as you move down the bracket, you have Goto and Taichi and Okada and Takagi that were in the first round. I think Goto beating Taichi was a bracket buster for some people as well. Not a bracket buster, but it was an upset. Um, and Takagi beating Okada, Okada also, that that was a bracket buster. Even though, um, I think I said it when we talked about this originally, Shingo Takagi beats can beat anybody on any night. Without a doubt. And that was the kind of, that was the match of the 50-50s that I, that I looked at and thought it, Shingo could go through to the next round as well. Um, the Tai Chi Goto one, I picked that match there's no real storyline between the two of those. I picked them back on historical data. Goto's got a long history of experience in the cup and he's done fairly well. He's even got a win. Um, and Tai Chi's a little bit less experienced in the format. Didn't really have a program going on. So I kind of leaned a little bit more on Goto there, but Okada going out in the first round after proclaiming that he was going to do this big run, Massive surprise because he was certainly the golden boy before the golden boy was the golden boy. Like two years ago, nobody could beat Okada. You couldn't, you couldn't even wipe the sweat off his brow if you were one of his opponents. So yeah, it's an interesting place for him to be now out of the cup. Yeah. Um, finally, in the 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 bottom there, it's uh, Juice Robinson and Kenta. Uh, Kenta got through. That was a 50-50 as well, I think. Uh, I agree. I Robinson, so I got messed up there. Uh, but Kenta made it through, and he's going to face Suzuki in the next round. The Suzuki-Honma match was was a, kind of an obvious one, I think. Yeah, the Suzuki-Honma match was an obvious one. We didn't talk really all that much about the Yano-Fale match. Yeah. Um, you know, Yano won by being taped on the outside of the ring to get inside the ring for a countout against Fale. Fale has been kind of the MIA man of the Bullet Club for the last year, essentially. Um Yano's the thing about Yano, he wins the first round every time. He He's wins the first round a lot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't so. see him moving on, but you know he got his victory under the belt for sure. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he may beat Great Ocon too, but and it depends on what they do with that Evil Cobb thing on top. I'm not right. sure. sure but, right. Exactly. But exactly. I have a feeling Cobb is going a little further. So. Yeah, so definitely on that left side of the bracket, three three really challenging matches to try to pick and call. And obviously, our experts got you know we got all of us got tripped up somewhere in that mess. Yeah, which is great. I mean, you don't want if you can pick the tournament straight up. What's the point of having the tournament, right? Like that was our biggest problem with the one that AEW ran a little while ago. Not the women's one, but the men's one for sure. Yeah, super chalk. Like there's now no on the right side of the bracket. We have three matches left in the first round. But 
everything that we the four matches that we've seen so far okay osprey and tenzon that was an easy pick uh saber and gabriel kid that's another easy pick because gabriel kid's a young a young boy i guess a young lion suji and nagata same thing suji is a young lion although my wife didn't remember that and she picked him <laughs> well so suji's had an interesting build and stuff um there was definitely a time when i gave a second thought on suji with nagata thinking that suji could have gone through if he was on the other side of the bracket in the in the his place was switched with the with the zack saber one i think a suji osprey match could have been something that was neat because they sort of built that up over the last couple of weeks um so that one wasn't awkward but man sonata versus ishii talk about putting myself in a really big bind there i love me some tomohiro ishii and sonata is very good and on the come and they went 25 minutes this morning plus yeah which in a in a tournament match is almost unheard of yeah it's long um so Sonata gets through. Sonata faces Nagata. Um, if you picked Ishii, Ishii to get through, you're probably going to lose in the next one too because Sonata's probably going to beat Nagata. Um, and then you got Tanahashi on top. He gets the bye. We have Jay White and Toa Hanare. And then that match, you might think that's an easy layup for Jay White, but they're really putting a little steam behind Hanare. And it might be just to give Jay White a win here and – whatever and no big deal but they're they're talking about hanare a little bit and he's getting the wins in the tag matches so it could just be a setup for nothing but um but there's something there i mean if okada can lose in the first round it can happen to anybody i will say this shingo takagi is a very different competitor in the eyes of a new japan fan than toa hanari yes yes 100 percent, 100 percent um and then yoshihashi yujiro that's going to probably be yoshihashi getting through finley owens is 50 percent there i think you you could go either way with that one yeah and i so. mean i don't i don't feel as confident with yoshihashi and yujiro as you do but yeah i mean i think if there's an opportunity for bullet club versus bullet club it's either there or it's the next round after that and they always have faction versus faction so so here's where we stand. These are the different hosts and their picks. The green, the green ones are who people pick to win, uh, and then you can see the scratch off if the person in the final four has already been eliminated. So um, most of all our picks, except for Ale, to win are still alive. So we stand by. That's the New Japan Cup. So John right. Smith didn't have Okada going all the way, huh? Good for him. No, yeah. I met Kenta train. Yeah, he's got. I don't know about Kenta winning the new. It could happen though. Yeah, at this point, I'm fine. Um, I can't say anything because John Smith's got more points than me. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Dynamite tomorrow night. We have Matt Jackson versus Ray Phoenix. That's kind of a preview of the future tag team title match that we're going to have. Um, should be a good match. Usually, when the Bucks go singles. Nick Jackson gets trotted out as the as the guy, uh, and we had a Nick Jackson Phoenix match mm, a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, so this should be good. But. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, Matt, Matt, and 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 Ray will go. Ray's obviously really good. Um, Matt's as odd as it sounds, the younger brother and more injury prone than Nick is, but I guess he takes more risks. So yeah, this should be a, a high flyer and a quick one and some good spots for sure. We have a six women tag. It is the it is Thunder Rosa, Rio Mizunami, and Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker, Maki Ito, and Rebel. 
I think that wouldn't go either way. Yeah, that's a 50-50. Um, I mean, I could see the bad guys winning this first one. Yeah. Um, Inner Circle War Council, is Chris Jericho done? I hope so. It's time I to get out of there, Chris. You're way too old. Your time has passed. Maybe you should get onto that commentary booth and let Max run the show a little bit because well, he's certainly more successful. The other thing is Chris Jericho is, I mean, the he the fans want him as a babyface, even if they don't know it, because all they want to do is sing that song. So if you go to a live Dynamite, whether Jericho is advertised in a match or whatever, he's going to walk out on stage just so that people can sing that song. Even mm-hmm. if it's afterwards, if he hasn't been on the whole show, he will walk out afterwards to say goodbye to everybody just so people can sing that song. So yeah, he's, you know, he went through the, he went through the long heel period now and they'll switch in the face now. Yeah. They've re- they've established a bunch of heels as well. And some good top contenders and the whole team Taz, all those guys are vicious oh, yeah. and nasty and stuff. So there's a lot more heel action that's ready to go you got max and his side of things and you got the grayness of eddie kingston and lance armstrong or lance archer and a whole bunch of other people so and then the match i think you want to talk about uh darby allen scorpio sky are you calling a title change right here darby allen's hardly had any defenses yep scorpio sky is going to take this belt all right yep I don't know if Sting's going to accompany Darby. I don't know if this is a Sting and Darby romance or anything like that. And we don't really know because at the end of the match, Darby was on the floor in the warehouse. Sting was in the middle of the ring. You know, it wasn't like there was this uh, huge thing. I guess they're guys that share face paint and stuff like that. But maybe Sting will be out there. Maybe he won't. But, yeah, I think this is Scorpio Sky in a a surprise uh, to move forward with this belt and bring Darby on to something else or whatever. Um, yeah. Big character change. So you get the impression that they're doing something with sky. Um, and you know, so if Darby's- I, if I were to call it, this is how I call it. I would say that either Sean Spears or FTR gets involved in this match in some way. And I think Scorpio sky is the fourth new horseman. That's wow, my thought. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Definitely. I mean, with the whole, sky changing his attitude and stuff that that makes for an interesting uh situation mm-hmm. so well that's dynamite for tomorrow night we also have mlw tomorrow night and breaking news just came out press release from mlw while we were talking here travis uh major league wrestling today was informed world middleweight champion leo rush will issue a special invitation this wednesday uh, on fusion so I don't know what that means, but he is uh, the reigning world middleweight champion. Leo Rush is on the verge of cleaning out the 205 and under division. Now, the man of the hour has a special invitation for MLW and requests the world tune in Wednesday to see what it is. Could he be inviting IWGP junior heavyweight champion El Desperado to meet him in the ring? He should. Um, Leo's been a busy man lately. Um, And gosh... You know, his, his WWE run was, was short and sweet, sort of. And, man, has he gotten himself on the map all over the place. <laughs> like, everybody wants him to wrestle for him. And you know what? Good promo, good re- good in-ring work. It's too bad that the attitude, for whatever reason, couldn't work in WWE. But maybe he is one of those guys that's kind of creative and wants a little bit more control. And it's obvious that nobody has any problem bringing him on the show because he's winning all over the place. Um, yeah. more so than anybody else. I mean, him and TJP, I think had the most active last six months of travel and wrestling for other places. And 
Leo's been more successful, I guess. So he's got to be saying something to these promoters that's making him feel confident to put belts on him because he's got belts all over the place. Well, and you brought it up a good point. He could be inviting TJP to bring that X division championship. Could be. Could so, be. Um, and he's also, Leo Rush has qualified for the New Japan Cup USA tournament. That's so. right. Yep. Him and Lawler qualified uh, last Friday, um, which I don't think, I didn't feel like either. Those are surprised. This week's matches are more 50-50 to me, um, though I think they lean kind of heavy one way or another. But yeah, Leo Rush, more of him is good. Yeah. Hammerstone is going to defend the National Openweight Championship against L.A. Park. That's the main event of Fusion this week. Haven't seen a lot of Hammerstone defending that title since MLW's been back, so um, it'll be nice to, to get something in there. Yeah, I think they need to have their heavyweight title holder in the ring carrying the belt actually in a match where he pins somebody on the canvas as opposed to, you know, the Bacala Brawl. Right. Count out. Uh, he like, had a count out with Mads Kruger at Kings of Coliseum. That was the main event of like a uh, super fusion show. Yep. And then they had the Bacala Brawl a few weeks later that, you know, that's that was nothing. Right. Uh, so yeah, Hammerstone needs to have a win. Although if he can do that pendulum suplex thing that he does to L.A. Park, uh, L.A. Park is a large man. <laughs> L.A. Park is a large man these days. has has certainly um, done well for himself in the eating department, and yeah, it would be pretty impressive. Um, I don't know. We could see Leo Rush with like you know Richard Holiday coming out and challenging for the title too. But yeah, yeah, it should be interesting. MLW MLW now after a couple of weeks of shaking some rust off, and you know the filthy law or disaster episode and the replay episode it feels like now they've actually got themselves in the stride and they're they've got storylines that they're working off of and some continuation and stuff and they're building into something now which it took them a little while to get to that point and i'm happy with where they are where they're moving absolutely we also have ach versus kevin Koo, and we have gino medina versus gringo loco so um full card for fusion this week um they do cram a lot into that hour i'll, I'll give them credit on that yeah, and there'll be interviews and stuff like that, too, in the middle of that. They don't mess around, so it's kind of nice, right? Because we're not running into commercials or anything. It's YouTube, so you're just yep, heavily edited. So, you know, the match ends. They go straight to the back. They got something else. There's not a lot of downtime. Um, so it's good to That's the nice part about the show. You can watch it in an hour, and it's an hour of action the whole time, and you're good to go. So Yep. Impact tonight, we have Chris Bay versus Ace Austin. Uh, Ace Austin's getting an X Division Championship match this weekend at Sacrifice. Uh, Chris Bay just trying to cement a win here over the potential future champion. So. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're not going to go into the pay per view with Ace Austin the loss. I love Chris Bay, but Ace is going to take this for sure. John DeCani says it's the year of Ace Austin. John oh, I agree. Says he's going to win this X Division Championship and he's going to go on to win every championship in Impact by the end of the year. That's a little a aggressive, aggressive, but. That's a little aggressive for me. I thought last year was slated to be the year of Ace Austin, and then with all the crap and the nonsense. Um, so I would I would agree with him that Ace is going to have a very good year this year. Yeah, he's already got the Super X Cup win. Uh, if he wins the X Division Championship here, which he doesn't need to, he's already been an X Division champion, uh, he could have a good match here and then move on to win the tag titles with Fulton or move into the heavyweight championship picture. But he's not. if he wins that X Division Championship, the county might have a believer out of me. We'll see. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have a tag match. Rohit and Shara are going to be facing Storm and Sta Sa Storm and Saban. And uh, 
So I, I like I like back in the ring. Yeah, I like both of these tag teams. I like Rohit and Shara as a tag team better than this kind of cobbled together James Storm and Austin Aries thing. You know, going through the list of people who could potentially take the belts off of the Good Brothers, you know, on the surface, it doesn't look like there's a lot of them. Austin and Fulton make an interesting combination, depending on what happens with the X Division stuff. But Rohit and Shara with a little bit more of a build is super interesting to me from a younger wrestler perspective. Uh, obviously, James Storm is a phenomenal tag team wrestler, and so is um, so Saban. is his partner, Saban as well. So. This is a tough one to call, but I think it'll it'll tell you the direction that they're. I think one of these two guys is probably next in line to fight the Good Brothers after the pay per view. So yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, so that's Impact. Um, again, it's their go. Well, they have a contract signing with Finn Juice and the Good Brothers um, tonight as well. But it's the go home show for Sacrifice. I think I mentioned earlier they usually have eight to nine matches on those shows. They've only announced five. They're all title matches. Deanna Perrazzo defending against ODB, the Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles defending against Jazz and Jordan Grace, Moose uh, Moose challenging Rich Swan for the Impact World Championship. Uh, this match we just talked about, the X Division Championship match between Ace Austin and TJP. And did I get them all? I think that was five, yeah. Yeah, yeah the tag match, the Good Brothers and Finjuice, so that's the fifth. So mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw last night. Bobby Lashley has his first title defense, and he has a new entrance. So the new entrance, higher production value, good stuff there, I think, for sure. Yeah, when you get to be the champion and you get to say, have almighty and all kinds of gold just all over the place, so good for him. Yeah. Um, nine minutes with The Miz, though. Nine minutes. It felt like that was longer than felt like four all hours. the matches Lashley's had this year combined. Yeah. So... Um, but Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, they went 20 minutes almost, and it ended in a referee stop when both guys hit each other with the steel uh, stairs. So, so that's like 40-plus minutes of Drew and Sheamus in the last two Raws combined. Um, I'm so trying to figure out what's going on here. Are we going to get them at Fastlane? And that's I, the think, I, I think we got to go like some Is kind of stip match for, for Fastlane. I don't think we're going to go to Mania because I think we're going to see Drew Lashley at Mania. Um, but yeah, you need you, they need to finish this off. I mean the 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 stairs segment bump was a little bit tough for me on this match last. It was night. a little oversold, but you know, <laughs> diving over the guardrail would have been fine. Referee stop, maybe it wasn't needed, but yeah, I mean they weren't bloody in a mass or a wreck or anything like that. A count out would have been just fine. Yeah. Um. Not a whole else on the show. Lot else on the show. Uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon had a situation. Um, Braun wants an apology. Shane comes out and, and takes a long time to basically call Braun stupid. They chase each other down. Uh, it sure looks like Braun and Shane are headed for WrestleMania or something, or a representative for Shane, Dabakato, almost, something like that. But um, it's kind of unclear yeah. at the moment. But certainly Braun and Shane are in some sort of collision course. Hopefully it's the latter rather than the former. Like as much as I enjoy watching Shane McMahon fall off of really high things into yep. whatever's on the ground, is I've seen it a lot, and I've had my fill of Shane. So I thought this was one of the weaker segments in the in the show for sure. Yeah, yeah. Other, in other news, uh, the new days, Xavier Woods got a win over Shelton Benjamin. 
Riddle defeated Slapjack, and AJ Styles got a win over Randy Orton in the main event, 15-minute match there at the end of the show. Of course, uh, Alexa Bliss was not far from that main event. She came on the Tron, did her spookiness. Randy coughed up the black liquid substance, and AJ hit him with a phenomenal forearm to close out the show. So, yeah, um, the uh, Riddle Ali feels like what we're what we're building to, which wasn't what you and I had predicted, but I think that's probably either a fast lane match or something that we're going to see in Mania. Um, I think maybe that they transitioned to this because Keith Lee's just not been around and. That's well, here's the thing. Riddle and Ali is next week. Right. And the Hurt Business versus New Day is next week. So, I don't, you know, so not sure. Maybe we still have <laughs> Kofi and Ali at Mania. You know, that's kind of what we thought. But both of them are getting title matches next week, Kofi and yeah. Ali. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're going right into the New Day and uh, Hurt Business. I think exactly. Slapjack represented by Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. Al Carl saying Bobby Drew and Sheamus triple threat at Mania. It's a possibility. I think everything's on the table at the moment. Sure. I think if that's the case, though, you need to you better build some heat between Bobby and Sheamus. Yeah. A three-way where two-thirds of it is only in heat doesn't make for a real solid. Not that the match would be bad or anything like that, but give me some. If Drew gets the win, it's a much bigger win for him to get a win over uh, Bobby and Sheamus than it is just one or the other. But um, and it. Unfortunately, now the more I think about it, it's a way to protect Bobby Lashley if they want to put that title back on Drew. Sure, or it's a way to extend Bobby and then have him face whoever doesn't get the pin. Hopefully, right. Bobby. Hopefully, Bobby's reign is longer than you know forty-five days or whatever. So, I hope so. I think I like the the whole production value they've added to his entrance. Hurt business is riding high right now. I think you know keep him going for a while and then. You know, later down the road, they can switch it. But I, I do like everything about Bobby Lashley as champion right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I think we put a pin in Raw. And we can move on to trivia. Hooray. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring up the New Japan Cup scores again. Travis, you're leading the pack with nine. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. On the trivia side of thing, you're not leading, but you're not doing bad. You're four for five. The other guys are five for five. I'm going to have to throw them some hard questions this week. I'm sure they'll appreciate hearing that. But uh, <laughs> but your trivia is WrestleMania 7 today. So Couldn't tell you the main event. Let's see how you do. You're going to get five questions. A simple majority correct will get you a win. If you win, you get the Goldberg Oscar Award. If you lose, you get a Hawkins. If you get all five right, you slam the perfect plex, and that's what the other guys did last week. So let's see how you do. This tag team defeated the Hart Foundation to win the WWF Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania 7. Your choices are the Legion of Doom, the Natural Disasters, the Bushwhackers, or the Nasty Boys. Legion of Doom. Nasty Boys. Okay. okay. Perfect plex is gone. <laughs> Out of the way. I don't have to worry about it now. There you go. There's no more anxiety. You know? nope. This was The Undertaker's first WrestleMania. Who was the man he defeated to kick off the streak? Was it Superfly Jimmy Snuka, Jake the Snake Roberts, Papa Shango, or the Mountie? The Mountie. 
It was Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Jake the Snake at WrestleMania 8. Ah, okay. Okay, this one is a tough one. The Big Boss Man wrestled for the Intercontinental Championship against this member of the Heenan family. Maybe it's not tough. We'll see. The Barbarian, Haku, Mr. Perfect, or King Kong Bundy? Haku. Nope. Mr. Perfect. Perfect. But to your credit, Boss Man and Haku fought a lot. They did. <laughs> Boss Man won the match by disqualification, so Mr. Perfect retained the championship. Jimmy Hart managed this man to a victory over Greg the Hammer Valentine. Was it Pierre Carl Ouellette, PCO, the Mountie, the Earthquake, or the Honky Tonk Man? Who was he fighting against? Greg the Hammer Valentine. Earthquake. It was the Mountie. Perfect. Okay. No, perfect was the previous question. The previous question? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The Ultimate Warrior defeated this man in a retirement match. Was it Jake Roberts, The Undertaker, Randy Savage, or Roddy Piper? Randy Savage. It was Randy Savage. Congratulations. You got one right. <laughs> Hooray! Let me bring up our guy, Ryan. I've seen Austin. Okay, well, um, Travis, you went one for five today. Congratulations. Um, Thanks. You're still got the lead in the New Japan Cup, so you've got that going for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, next week, I'll ask you trivia related to the first round of the 2021 New Japan Cup. I'll see how I can do. Looks like nine. Nine I got. Let's see if you, you see if you could actually get the trivia based on your predictions. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, well... Let's start telling people about the other stuff they can do. First things first, go buy the Dropkick t-shirt. Um, let me take down some of the stuff so you can see what we have here. The Dropkick t-shirt's $20. It is $20 no matter how you want it. What you want a certain color, if you want a certain size, if you want it shipped to wherever you live, it's $20. No upcharges, none of that stuff. So $20 all day long. And check out the Prime Time Rundown. Join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Prime Time Rundown. We take you through the world of sports. The show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And then the Essential Wrestling Podcast, that's going to be on tonight. I will be hosting. Al Carl is the normal host, uh, but he has to do some things today. And so I am taking over for the night. John Smith will be there. John DeCani will be there. Gary Mahefi will be there. Travis will be there to take my normal spot. Uh, it's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern, Eastern Observer. And then this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show, it'll be here tomorrow with John DeCani as the special guest host. And... Um, like I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, next week we have a special slate. You can see, you can hear all about WrestleMania 4, 18, 6, 24, and 36 because we're not doing live shows next week, but it's still going to be a very, very fun time. Uh, if you like nostalgia, if you like hearing about what other people love about wrestling, that's what these shows are. So we all had a you know affinity for this particular WrestleMania and a reason why we loved it. So you know, tune in and, and you know hear the positive spin of things. And uh, let's see. 
Al Carl has a bunch of feedback on the WrestleMania seven trivia. <laughs> so I'm sure I, I need all of his tutelage. Yeah. He says earthquake beat it, defeated Valentine Mountie beat Tito. So I'll have to go back and review. You may, I get, won't. you may get some credit back. So I don't know about that. <laughs> it was what, 40 years ago or whatever, right? <laughs> 30. Yeah. There you go. All right. So that has been our show. Travis, anything people need to check out before they, uh, they check out? I, th I think you covered it all. Um, New Japan Strong is going to be good. There's two more qualifiers. we got J.R. Kratos versus Fred Rosser. Um, that's this Friday, of course, right after SmackDown. And you got Jordan Clearwater versus Hickey Leo. Um, those are two more qualifiers for the New Japan Strong Cup side, which remember the winner of that tournament goes on to face John Moxley. So Kratos is a big giant monster. Fred Rosser, you've probably seen him from some of his WWE work. Jordan Clearwater, pretty good wrestler. Hikuleo has been all over the place. Um, I'm picking Kratos and Hikuleo, but I think they're 50-50 matches, both of them. So um, we'll see what goes on with that. Aside from that, I will see a lot of you, hopefully, tonight. That's right, on the Essential Wrestling Podcast. Hikaleo, by the way, is the third wheel in the G.O.D. Uh, trio, I guess. He is he is also the son of Haku. So, so Good old Haku is creating wrestlers by the day, yeah. so good for him. Yeah. Got his own dynasty going. Uh -huh. All right, everybody, that's our show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you have been watching, you also have the option of getting us an audio version, podcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify, whatever you do. Um, so that's just an option for you. And if you're happy to be listening to this, you also have the option of watching it on Facebook or YouTube. So check it out, Daily Wrestling News Show in all those places. For Travis, I'm Ryan, and we will see you tomorrow. Take care.